Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of This Might Not Go Well. <laughs> episode 86, we in the building. You already know who it is. It's the host with the most, B Breezy, a.k.a. Poppy Sazon. Yo, yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Slick Grayson. How y'all doing out there? Uh-huh, uh-huh. You already know how this goes. Please follow us on all social media at This Might Not Go Well. If you're any branding deals, business opportunities, please email us at thismightnotgowell at gmail.com. Wait, before we get started with the show and do the check-ins, brother, I think, and shout out to the Talk Heavy podcast. Yo, we got to create I like our uh, like an intro, bro. No? <laughs> you, not, you not messing with it? We need an intro for what? What do you nah? Because you know, um, talk, um, talk every slice, Max, Mr. GB, they be like, you know, it's the Prince of Hunter Park, the BBW lover, the pregnant woman slayer, Mr. Two Push Ups at Night. I was thinking we could do some shit like that, bro. <laughs> Come on now. Oh, it's the it's the it's the adobo poppy himself, Mr. From the Floors, uh, UA legend, B Breezy. <laughs> No, <laughs> come on, slick. I got you, slick. Hold on, I got you real quick, slick. Yo, it's the is the man with the cam. Oh, Mister Skill Base himself, Mister. You name it, I got it, slick Gracie. This is really what you wanted to interrupt my well being for. This is how you want to start this shit. We'll give it a try. It's a work in progress. I'm a couple months next episode, but weekly check ins. How you doing this week, brother? Chilling after that shit. I don't know. It's lost like 30 (laughs) seconds of my lifespan, but I'm good. Can't complain. Back at work. So, you know, regularly duggly shit. Oh, yeah. School is back in session. So, Fendi. So, about to get it. Oh, also, it was teacher appreciation the other day, right? Something like that. I don't know. Probably. Shit. I ain't I ain't Shout out to all the teachers. You know, we're going to get into y'all a little later. But um, this week was good for me. You know, your boy, your boy's on to different endeavors. Happy, excited, you know. You fucking, but we here now. You fucking Asian women? That's what's happening? We here. That's why you're moving Shout on. Shout out to the Asian women, though. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to the Asian women, though. I ain't gonna hold you. There's some fire little Asian women. But you know what? Now you talk about it now. That's my thing about interracial dating. This was not on the docket. You gotta be in a rare form today. Because we don't got shit to talk about. We just picked out some random shit to talk about this week. So it might be a clusterfuck of fuck shit. It won't be now, two my hours, thing though. about interracial dating, huh? It won't be two hours, so they should be happy about that. Yeah. My, my, my thing about interracial dating, now, if I'm dating someone outside of my race... I want that person to be outside of my race. Do you understand? Like, I don't want a white girl who named E Money out here. Like, <laughs> I don't want my white girl portraying to be a a, a stereotypical 
quote unquote black person like I want my if I'm gonna date a white girl I want my white girl to be Emily (laughs) you want to date a a Hannah yeah like I don't know I want Hannah to be Hannah not H not H time mommy Hannah you feel me you know what I mean I mean, I get it, but I also feel like, what the fuck are we going to talk about? <laughs> I've dated. Now, because, you know, like, because I've been seeing a lot of people interracial relationship, and then, like, these the girls that they, I'm like, she basically just, not to say, like, she's a, what, I, I got to save myself, this might not go well. I already, I already can see the comments already, like, what you trying to say, Brian? <laughs> I'm not saying, know. like, acting like a stereotypical person already. I'm just like, the hell that's not really interracial dating then you you know you know you like you know you know certain black dudes be dating certain asians and you know certain asians be like straight up acting you know try to act ghetto out here you feel me that's true like lovely mimi and all of them and them peoples yeah so i'm just like hey hey if i'm if i'm dating an asian and then i'll want the curry i want that one i don't want i don't want curry goat you feel me like Keep that on that side. You feel me? You're gonna get us like a slandered like fuck for this. <laughs> this hey man, we here today. This might not go well. Fuck it. Give me a gunshot, slick. We here in this building. I you feel me? This past weekend was Labor Day weekend. I saw everybody outside, even in the rain. Yeah, I was having a pot of fet. You feel me? Shout out to all my peoples in the building. Shout out to all my Caribbean folks. You already know how it gets down. Group bow. What's your thoughts on Labor Day, bro? But they be a vibe. I mean, as an American that hangs out with a bunch of West Indians, like I always see y'all turn up. But for some odd reason, when it's Labor Day, y'all don't know how to act. Like for you real. Haitian by association, nigga. Fuck uh, out Haitian by association, here. Jamaican by association, Trinidadian by association, Saint Lucian by association. But still, it's just a matter of like I, I didn't grow up with it. I got to college and I seen ass shaking. I was like, I'm going where they're going. <laughs> Facts. The, you feel me? When they was doing the 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 what? Gage is like I knew that I had play, I still got playlists like you had and the music be hitting because it's like you grow up on one type of music or one specific you know or two genres and you get to explore other black lexicon genres in, in the islands and and now they got the African diaspora now too like oh, it's a fact it'd be cool and like, even when the African diaspora there's mad different types of Afrobeats out here yeah it's not just one or two it's like oh you get introduced to say like Burner and then you go to like the playlist and Burner's one he's up there but there's like a 10 th- 12 other artists that's really popping. Feel me? Mm-hmm. So definitely Labor Day is always a vibe. I've never I've never gone to the actual parade or any of the, the parties, you know. A nigga never wanted to get stabbed. I was, you know, I'm not doing oh, shot. <laughs> and you know, I'm not waking up at no two o'clock in the morning to go to a party. Everybody knows this about me. Since I've been young, I wasn't waking up late to go to no shit. <laughs> That's a fact. Oh yeah, Juve. I ain't gonna hold you. Being a Brooklynite as myself, everybody know Labor Day, you gotta go in there and get out quickly. And also, you got it. You can't go there with too many folks because you will lose some folks. <laughs> you will lose. Some, I remember one year I went with my family, almost lost my bomb, almost got trampled in a stampede one year. I was like, yeah, I, I can't do that no more. <laughs> but I see everybody going crazy. Everybody celebrating Caribbean culture. But fuck it, Slick. We here. We do a lot of songs in here. Let's drop some tunes then for them. Bullet, bullet. I guess. Shout out to all my souls out there. You may know what it is. 
switching it out. I mean, if y'all know me, I don't do this oka part, but I do does I do this. Fuck somebody else. Call me, yeah. Can I say the boy need help? Like, can I say, say your pussy too good? Feel better, you fuck somebody else. Call me, yeah. She want a real gang gully. She want a big gang body. Come on, Joe P. 
Givenchy shoes, then the belt must match. Gucci loafers with a tough top. Money no fickle, thicker than a... Kuya no, kuya no, with a clutch back. When a bad sound clear, we say pull it up back. Everybody shout, yeah, 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 loud, rum. Yo, we are wild out and a shout, yeah, yeah, yeah. やっとみんなやっとみんなやっとみんなやっとみんなやっとみんなやっとみんなやっとみんなやっとみんなやっとみんなやっとみんなやっとみんなやっとみんなやっとみんなやっとみんなやっとみんなやっとみんなやっとみ
Are you serious right now? Don't violate me. Seriously. Some boy I know life. Boy, you have some girl I got a style for your wife for your yard. Them things they mean I like. Lucky she not stabbed with a knife. And some boy, I fuck some ways, girl, I road. Half them I chase her around. How the fuck you a fuck some toad? And I walk up with it in a crowd. Hey, no girl, me fuck your ass and no drama. Me make me girl be that panacana. Baby, miss, she snow them policy. After nine o'clock, she can't call me. After me no idiot, yeah. After me no idiot, yeah. She better know say after a certain time, don't contact me. Yeah. All right, that was fun. <laughs> that was heat, right? Yeah. Nah, nah. If you if nah, shout now. If you was a YouTube listener, I feel sorry for you because we're gonna have to cut all that shit out. <laughs> this episode's not for YouTube. Y'all gonna get it and just be like, whoops. <laughs> Yeah, y'all just gonna hear what yeah, y'all just gonna hear us right now. Like, yeah, that was a good mix and don't know what the fuck it is. But shout out to DJ Slick for for that great transition of music right there. Shout out to everyone at Labor Day. I didn't really hear too much bad news about Labor Day, so let's keep it that way. But let's get on to the news. We got a few little topics that we want to discuss real quick. Let's get to the serious discussion first. Tiffany Haddish and Harry Spears. Now, before we get into what happened with them and the potential abuse and child sexual allegations, we didn't discuss the whole Harry Spears and Lizzo because at the end of the day, we don't we're not supporting that message. Lizzo is comfortable with her weight. She lo- she likes it. I love it. And for her to for him to attack it, I know it was in jest, but still, at the end of the day, she's a woman with feelings. You shouldn't be publicly talking about she. Looks like the shit emoji. Like that's not funny at all. But I mean, nigga, now let's get into this. I mean, that man. nigga look like his kidneys don't work. So I mean, shit. <laughs> Facts, because he don't look. He look way different than he look at Mad TV. So now with this Tiffany and Ari Spears thing going on right now, bro. Both of them are getting. Both of them are are getting hit with a lawsuit for child sex abuse correct yeah so essentially they're being accused of grooming a 14 year old girl and her seven year old seven year old brother at the time i think this was like what a couple years back but the sketch which is actually they resurfaced online over the weekend is is pretty grotesque it's called through the eyes of a pedophile which essentially follows tiffany haddish as a young mother who leaves her children with the man who is openly pining for them and there's things that take place like just him watching the children in their underwear, like him, him pretending to read a newspaper and look at the newspaper. There's a scene with the little boy in a tub, and he proceeds to drink, get in the tub with the little boy. A lot of stuff that's tough to watch in any climate, regardless of what comedy was back then or is today. Um, Tiffany had just released a statement the other day. I'm just going to paraphrase what I, what I read, essentially saying that she can't really say a lot. She knows how it looks, and right now they're just going through the legal proceedings and motions. But it's it's quite disappointing that like you know things like this have to happen and then you try to hide behind it in the name of comedy because like some things you shouldn't just joke about or even like there's like like for instance uh i've been watching like the righteous gemstones i just watched the uh movie with regina king I mean, regina hall and uh sterling k brown about the embattled church of uh, family the honk for jesus i watched the gerard carmichael movie where him and his friend were trying to commit suicide and figured to live it like there's things called black comedy where essentially you know you talk about taboo issues or in your community or in the world right and even if y'all was gonna make a pedophile pedophilia sketch, even though you, should, you never should why would you actual children 
You feel me? Like I feel like yeah. you make it like you could have used adult. You could have just had adult pretend to be a kid. You could have had <laughs> plenty of adults who probably would have been cool with that, and you still probably would have got the jokes across a little more tastefully. And it's like you're talking about the years of damage because it wasn't the only time that the apparently that Tiffany Haddish and Aerie Spears worked with the children. They told them that they were doing these skits for a Nickelodeon scissor rule. I know Nickelodeon hires pedophile, but I don't think their shows because <laughs> of pedophilia. Yeah, no, especially I ain't gonna. We're gonna talk about the other day that Dan Schneider nigga from Nickelodeon, nasty, nasty nigga. But did that surprise you? Like shit like that doesn't surprise me because it's like you're writing kids shows. And we know Hollywood is a dark place, and it's not. It wouldn't be the first time children are taken advantage of. But I think in this instance, like you created quote unquote comedic art about a taboo subject using real children, and you didn't see the the wrong in it. Like nobody pulled you aside, yeah, my nigga, that's not a good look. You feel me? And this but is this a, came out in two thousand and fourteen. So it did. It did, did this did this come out because of the Ari, the Ari Spears comments that he made against Lizzo and how it got viral with his back to forth with Mike Epps. I think that this is a part of it. I think what you know what it is. A lot of times when you are people, how do I put this? This might not go well. People tend to turn a blind eye to something until there's a reason to be mad. People need a reason to go back and find reasons to be mad at you. Like you could do something. Yeah, you could because do I'm like Tiffany Haddish was popping a couple of but years a lot ago. Of people, I say she's not popping now. A lot, but. a lot of people don't like her though. They said she's not a good person. There's been numerous reports of her being a bad from I guess incident happened on Clubhouse, where she's like a doctor was an uh, actual doctor was giving like advice about how to fight the pandemic, and Tiffany had his shit on her. There's been other instances of her just like being to- being like pretty much confirming she's just a shitty person. So, but you know what it is when you have a fan base. Oh my 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 faith could never ah 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 like people on dick ride you because you hot. When your star cools off a little bit, you become more subject to, I don't want to say persecution, but more subject to, you know, your flaws being opened up. And this shit is a major flaw. And like I said, Aerie Spears was not in a position to really be talking shit because, like niggas said, your career hasn't been hitting. So most niggas like DJ Vlad don't really get niggas at their peak. Let's be honest. They either on the come up <laughs> or the come down, the severe come down. <laughs> so, I mean, you did that. And you, you know, it gained traction, but it didn't get you the traction that you wanted because niggas didn't like what you said. And it was like, oh, you got a blatant piece of like bullshit and, you know, improper art. Again, using that word term loosely. On your page, like he took that shit down as soon as niggas. So shorty tweeted. I remember a girl tweeted like niggas want to talk about Aries Spears. Like he didn't do that pedophile shit years ago, and it was over at that point. You know the internet never forgets. Nope, not at all. Do you know Twitter is going to find that shit and repost it? Absolutely. So damn. I I mean I don't feel bad for them. Sick. I don't. I don't feel bad for them at all. Like it's like you did that. You did that shit. Like in the name of comedy. Like I get it. And again, there is a thing called black comedy, but there are so many different ways to tackle the subject. And that was just like, oh, y'all wanted like that's what y'all thought was funny. <laughs> I didn't personally watch it because I wasn't going to subjugate myself to that. But if if they did some wild shit, hey, cough up that bread. I, I know the person who's suing them wants them to be arrested. Now, this might not go. I don't know how effective that will be. I don't doubt they'll get arrested. But, hey, yeah, I think make sure they release a pretty coin off of that shit. No, nah, they definitely should. I think they'll be paying. I don't know if it's going to be civil or criminal because I'm like, again, it was like if there was contract signed and shit like that. It might just be like you know emotional damages, but so essentially, like I said, that's that's like one of those things. Like, oh, Aries was already on his way out the paint, but he's pretty much like he's gonna have his, his core fan base, but the casual person not gonna fuck with him. And Tiffany Haddish, like again, she's not as hot as she was a couple of years back. I'm not saying she's she's definitely talented, but like that's a blemish. That's like even your celebrity friends gonna have to look at you a little bit funny. 
You feel me? Mm-hmm. You gonna have to really figure out how you're gonna address the situation and be honest about it. Don't just be on some bullshit like, oh, we we made a poor choice. Like, no shit, Sherlock. It was poor when y'all made it. Yeah, and it was 2014, so that was right around when cancer culture was bubbling, on its rise and stuff. So it's not like it wasn't like 2000. Even either either timeline, it was bad, but it makes it even worse now. You know your artist Kanye West been been on Instagram again, ranting about different things. You know, especially after Kim and you know Peter Davidson breakup, but now he's going crazy against Adidas, Gap, and also on Kim and the mom, and about. Oh, you know about various things. What's your thoughts on the whole Kanye West rant going on right now? I, I think Kanye again doesn't have a lot of like yes. Like he has a lot of yes men in his corner that you know is not gonna really check him. But I also feel like some of the stuff that he's mentioning, especially in regards to his like business collaborations, it's true. Like that easy sneaker they're trying to push is literally they took the the slippers, the the foam runners, and put a sneaker insole into it. You can't say that's not Kanye influence because they weren't making yeah. that silhouette beforehand. And it's like you could say, okay, Adidas had some funky sneaker like style before. That's basically a folded up foam runner with a sneaker insert and sneaker sole. So it's kind of like, yo, y'all don't want to give me a board seat. Y'all don't want this. I'm generating like, he, like I don't want to be too forward, but he's, he made Adidas more popular. Because like I said, Nike was killing. Adidas had what? The sweatpants. That was it. Everybody went to high school, going into college. Everybody had a pair of Adidas track pants. That was what that's what they had. You feel me? That was what was holding them on. Maybe you had you had the NMDs and you had the uh, what's the other joints? Shit, the, that's another pair of runners that's for the Ultra Boost, right? So they had a, mm-hmm. they had a nice run, but it's like those weren't essentially like company saving sneakers. This Yeezy collaboration transitioning transitioning into its own brand. Every time a Yeezy drop, whether niggas like the colorway because it's Yeezy, it's going to sell out. Or people going to buy it. You feel me? So it's like. They he extended a lifeline. It's like, yo, if he's generating billions of dollars for your company, but you just want to steal his design. Same thing happened with those other slides they dropped. He you know he has his regular slides, that, and I ain't going for. I see, I actually held a pair in hand like a couple like two weeks ago. They might be more comfortable than Crocs. I'm not gonna hold you. I was skeptical at first, but I could see not just the fact that it's Kanye's name on it, but the general comfort aesthetic is probably not finding a more comfortable slipper or a comfortable shoe. It depends on what it is, right? But Yeezy's been biting off of what his he's doing. I'm trying to push new products. I'm like, at least, yo, source the information. Like, yo, cite the and cite the inspiration. Like Kanye, those shits are his design. So the fact that he's like, he's probably come to y'all in a business, and y'all be like, nah, we can't do that, or you know, denying allegations. And now it's like, yo, fuck it, I'm gonna go to the internet because you know what? One thing you are gonna say about the public when you're a big enough star and you say some shit, niggas is not gonna fuck with you. I just saw today Swiss Beast posted on his page like, yo, we not fucking with these sneakers because yep. Niggas. And Diddy, Diddy text showed it, saw the text message saying I'm not supporting Adidas. Now I'm a hundred percent agree with everything you said. Adidas needs to get the fuck out of here because this is so, this is this is I I, I don't want to sit here and call them a culture virtue like how everybody else is calling it, but this exactly happened with Nike and Yeezy had a whole rant against Nike in 2013 about ideas and stuff and not giving them the proper input. You know this about Kanye and you still decided to not give him input and continue to do this. So it's like, you know, you know, the, you knew the consequences of your actions. You know that he was going to blow up like he did in 2013 with Nike. You knew what he was going to do. And I'm, and now, you know, usually I'm not on Kanye West's side. I'm definitely on, on his side about, against him in 
and Kim with the kids because I feel like you keep those kid stuff business out of out of public limelight. But regarding his company and and in the shoes, I'm hundred percent with him. Now they have him under contract until 2026, and he's right. It's going to co- he in in one of his Instagram posts he said that it's going to cost you billions to keep him, and it's going to cost you billions to let him go. I suggest y'all work it out because he is going to make you more money with you with him dead than him gone. To be honest, with you. I'll, I'll say this because I know with the Nike, the big the big thing with his Nike deal was like they were not taking his designs. They didn't think there was a market for his designs. The two pairs of Air Yeezys, the original joints that sell for thousands and thousands of dollars today, those were old designs. He gave them to like them to the Nike like two years prior to their release. Type shit. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Adidas tried to compensate by saying, "Oh, well, if you post all the designs you want, you know, manufacture them. If we think we, they think there's a market, we'll put them out, right?" But they didn't think the market was going to be this robust. Like I said, any new Yeezy, if you can find the first of each model, those initial drops, no matter how ugly, like them big ass moon boot shits, <laughs> like them shits go for seven hundred, eight hundred dollars on resale. On initial drop, they're going for over a G, or they that was the market, right? Before they started mass producing stuff. So it's now that the market, like you said, like again, he's more than probably, I mean, being general, because Adidas is a global brand. He's probably, in the U.S., he's definitely over 45, 40, 50% of their income, business revenue has to be. And you say globally too, like Yeezys have a, a little bit of a space in the high end market. So why not put that person on the I know he can be enigmatic, I know he can be troublesome. But if mm-hmm. he's generally bringing something to the table that's different, like you have high collaboration with like Yoshi, I think Yoshi Masamoto, Mas- I forgot his last name, but they have other guys who have prominent Japanese designers and things like that who have great collaborations. But it's also, they're not, they don't have a, a, a pulse on the culture. It's Kanye. He going to drop it, they going to buy. You say this is a Kanye West associated project? If they would have just put Kanye, a Kanye Tom's Adidas, a Yeezy Tom's Adidas class, you know it's already a Yeezy Adidas class, but they would have made that sneaker that, the one that they're trying to push now, it would have sold yep. out. It would have sold out because it's actually a cool design. Imagine the comfort of a foam runner with the support of a basketball sneaker. Why? Who wouldn't want that? But then, oh. and it, it lines up because now Nike knows what they got to do. It's like, oh, he got the designs. And I think Nike has a better team of actual designers than Adidas. Historically, Nike has more silhouettes. Like you got the you know classic shell toes and shit from Adidas, but it's like you, Adidas has a run for a moment, and it's kind of like all right, they rely on that run too much and overproduce. Nike got a bunch of different pockets they can hit you with with Yeezy, a, a, a Air Yeezy return. You feel me? Yeah. So I don't know. They don't want to fuck that. And up. then I think he was going. I think he was going through some stuff with Gap. Gap was not letting him get his input as well. I'm just like that's why he did the trash bag shit. Like take your shit out. The, you got to really sift through it. But then I, you could also say right, like I fuck with Gap for essentials like jeans, t-shirts, and shit. I'm not wearing no big shit that say Gap on it though. And <laughs> <But if they> say <laughs> Yeezy Gap though. That's a flat. When he had them big ass bomber coats, some oversized shits that looked dumb as hell, but it was Yeezy. People bought them. People I know that don't do fashion had them shits on, and them shits look fly. You feel me? So it's like you got to think about what is this person bringing to your brand. Because there are collaborations, and then there is, like, mainstream, top of the line, like, you know, brand vision changing collaboration. Like, you can get a McDonald's Happy Meal with Travis Scott when he's when he's hot. But I would prefer the Nike deal with the sneaker drops and it's sold out immediately. 
Like if they gave Travis free reign, like they give him a couple of colorways, but give Travis a chance to design his own shoe, but outside of just the swoosh. Imagine Come on now. And you take the that you put Kanye on there, who's actually been to design school, who actually does all of this shit. Come on. Yeah, you can understand. Now, family shit, like you said, keep that to yourself. But we understand that that's Kanye. His outlet is social media. Whenever he feels like somebody does him wrong and they're not hearing him, what does he do? He takes his social media. Because one thing that's going to do is make a motherfucker listen. And that's one thing I can't fault him for. I know he got big. Was he a Gemini or something? He wanted them some weird, crazy signs. Are you Kanye a Gemini, right? <laughs> he wanted them wild signs. But sorry, eh, my boy. Toxic. You're not weird, my nigga. But I'm just saying, Kanye wanted them crazy Gemini. Yes. He, he, yeah, he is a Gemini. Gemini right? So... You know, he gonna get his shit off. He's like, you're not gonna you gonna hear me one way or the other. You feel me? So I'm either gonna go do it, you gonna do it your way, or you gonna do it my way. I tried your way, it didn't work. Fuck out of here. I'm on my way. So it's like you're gonna be mad, you're gonna get bad press, but I guarantee the motherfucker she was talking to her what the fuck you was saying. And now now that he he posts a screenshot of everybody that's on the board, so I know Instagram removed it, but you already know people took screenshot and they're looking up for the information, and I can guess. Their emails right now and other other social media is getting a lot of messages regarding that. And I'm just like, yeah, I did it to yourselves. Because the thing about it is, this is not nothing new. What Kanye West is doing is not nothing new. You knew once you did not include him in the plan, you started trying to release some fake expired Yeezys. Should have known he was going to come after y'all niggas. So I don't feel no wrong. Y'all should have known who y'all did business with. Y'all tried to do something shady. And this is a lot of stuff that we have to, we know we talk about this a lot, even on this pod, platform and other platform is, bro, we have to really own our own shit, bro. And it's harder. I, I know it, it's easier than said than done. I'm not going to sit here and complain about that, but more and more and off more and more, as I see, even with the Swiss beats and Timberland and, and, and the trailer shit, we just got our own, our own shit, bro. That's a fact. On our own shit. Now, you know what else I'm tired of? This Chris Rock and Will Smith shit, bro. Recently, if you didn't realize, um, Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle are in London right now, did a show, and he made a recent comment about Will Smith apology video and saying that I'm not accepting that hostage video. Bro, what do you want to happen now, Chris Rock? At this point now, I can see the I can see the shift of public opinion more so against Chris Rock now. They was all in support now, but it's like, bro, apologize. He said he reached out. You don't want to do nothing now. I feel like you kind of holding on to it longer than it actually happened. You want to fight Will Smith one-on-one, we, oh, we can set that up. <laughs> if you want to punch him back, we can set that up. But bro, I want this storyline to be over with because they they treating this slap at the Oscar like somebody actually got shot on stage. Oh, like somebody bro. kidnapped a child and went to Hawaii. No, sorry, that's Ezra Miller. My bad. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> What's your thoughts on the whole Chris Rock denying apology? I mean, embarrassment, and disrespect, said with people different ways. Niggas is still some niggas are still mad about some shit that embarrassed and disrespected them when they was like seven, eight years old. Keep it a stack. Mm. So I can't be mad at Chris Rock. And again, in the video. What does he like? You, you, sometimes you, your apology has to be as loud as your disrespect was. I don't. I'm not in a position to want to be around you. I'm working. I'm monetized. I'm making a bag off of this shit. His next special have some not have, but like a good. He had a couple of jokes about this shit. You feel me? So definitely needs some time to live with. It. I think he was on. He was literally on tour right after the slap. So I don't think he's have even had enough time to process it. I've learned in my my journey through learning how to forgive and you know deal with shit that doesn't sit well with me. 
even if you try to keep pushing forward, you still got to deal with it at some point. Something's going to sit your ass mm-hmm. down and make you have to deal with it. He might not have had that point. And again, it also could be he's monetizing it. I'm not mad at him, though. The same way I'm like at Will Smith, I'm like, yo, I'm disappointed it happened. But yo, real nigga shit. Sometimes you got to show motherfuckers that you're not pussy. And sometimes you pick the wrong motherfucker to, or the wrong time to do it in. And Dave Chappelle yeah. said the really shit. He said, yo, he thought he tried, he lived behind the, hit behind the mask of being a perfect guy for 30 years, right? Even though we knew he wasn't perfect because she was coming out that he didn't want to come out about his relationship, about his relationship with his kids, his, you know, career, uh-uh, whatever, right? He tried to own that shit. But then a man can only take some, a person, I ain't saying man, because this is two women to be the same thing. A person can only take so much. And unfortunately, he let you. Sometimes you lash out at the wrong time at the wrong person. But again, mm-hmm. you want him to be the real Will Smith, whoever that is. Maybe he doesn't even know because he's been playing that character like Dave Chappelle said for so long. But it's also like, yo, all right, you don't want to forgive me. That's cool, but don't go back to trying to be that perfect guy. Like the apology video, I had nothing wrong with it, but I also felt like, yo, it happened. You spoke on it. The only apology you really need to really get right with is Chris Rock. You feel me? Because. At the end of the day, these people gonna feel what they want to feel about you. We still mad at this is going to go well. We still mad at niggas like Chris Brown for years when we got people like Mel Gibson getting second, third, and fourth chance. Again, not shit on Mel Gibson, but it's like at the same point, you know, it's different. It's a different bar for a different color people. Not just making it a black thing, but there's a history of a black person making a mistake or getting caught up in some shit, and that's the stigma about them forever. This could be Will Smith. He's banned from the Academy for ten years. He can't, you know, be nominated. He can't do, like all of that shit for a slap. It's motherfuckers that have killed people and was nominated for awards the next motherfucking year. Saying he has married young women. Like, and it's like... Fled from the country. <laughs> it still won the award. Yo, and it's just like, it's it's definitely a different ball game. I need everybody to act like the Will Smith not going to show that Chris Rock at the Oscars was the worst thing ever. Niggas don't watch the Oscars. People don't watch the Oscars. This was the most watched Oscars in years. Was it because of the slap primarily? No. I bet you once niggas heard Chris Rock got slapped, they watched it longer, right? Oh, what? That's a fact. Or they definitely went to YouTube and watched the highlight videos. And that's not even to be funny. It's like, yo, at the end of the day, real life shit happens no matter how much you want to celebrate the fake shit. If you can accept that, you can move on from the issue. Chris Rock and Will Smith will get go through their healing process because at the end of the day, that issue only has to do with those two. And whatever boiled up in Will Smith beforehand that he has to now actually fucking deal with, whether it's his wife, his family, his perception in media, etc., his journey for acceptance, cool. And Chris Rock has to do whatever bubbled up afterwards, because you know after that some embarrassing shit happened, and niggas, that's all niggas want to talk to you about. That's all you're really, you know, dealing with in your private moments. So hopefully they mm. both find the closure that they need. Same here. I'm just, to be honest with you, I'm just tired of hearing their story now. Like you said. This should need to be private. If they if one day they want to talk it out publicly or privately, let that result. But I'm I'm more so mad at the media for making this such a dramatic because like, it they, was a because, it was a slap <laughs> because they believe because they wanted because Will Smith was the perfect black guy in their eyes. Outside of like some marital things that happened later in life, but for a long time, Will Smith, Denzel Washington, and more so Will because he does the media shit. He was, yeah. Denzel don't really fuck with media unless it's a movie. But that Will Smith was everywhere: TV, movies, music. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And so, then he started becoming on on the on the, on the he, social media. He, he adapted to social. Media. He created social media shows. Adapted shot to, to Kevin, Kevin yeah, on stage. Adapted to social media and YouTube, right? So he reinvented himself for this new generation. 
he was the one they trusted and they feel let down. But again, it's hypocritical because y'all own heroes be fucking up and y'all get them a pass every time. Y'all get them a, a year or two of silence, let them come back. So fuck out of here with that. You gonna let niggas breathe? Right, we got a whole flash thing of going crazy, kidnapping women, <laughs> going going and missing. Shit. And the only reason he calmed down because they almost canceled his movie. You know how many movies Will Smith had canceled because of this shit? Niggas want to distance themselves or, or or delayed. Mind you, they've been knowing about what the fuck this flash nigga been, been doing prior to the to the Justin League movie. So it was not like something that was <laughs> recent too. But uh that. Let's just move on to the next topic. What I also kind of hate is how we quickly build musical artists and how quickly we clown them once they start to decline somewhat. Now, if you don't know, the baby concert, the baby had a concert, forgot where, but it got canceled because only 500 tickets were sold. And I've seen everybody on social media clown this man Acting like he wasn't like he wasn't the the at one point one of the biggest rappers. He had a, he had a great flash run. <laughs> he had a great flash run. You know he had a couple of hits. He had the shit with Post Malone. He had the shit with Roddy Rich. And hey, you acting like it everybody was, was, was in the club. Was a year doing, everybody in the club was doing that dance. It was a year and a half. It was a year and a half. A good year and a half. Making it was a run. Mad money. Woo. It was. It was a run. Now, now, for some reason, you heard he got five hundred ticket sales. Y'all seen here start clowning the fuck out, homie. Like he was the most trash nigga in the world. It's not about that. I, I hate like, that. I feel like he went on a run, and during his run, he had some hits, but a lot of that shit was repetitive. So I think at a point, people were getting fed because he put out like four albums. He was smart. He put out like four albums during that run. So I was like, of course, in the video, the graphics, all that shit was dope. But then it's like you're you're ready to starting to exhaust your welcome because you're putting out, not say too much content, but I feel like it didn't show a lot of growth. But again, how much can you grow if you're making a new project and you know you're in that same grind? And then he did the shit at Rolling Loud. It was like, yo, niggas want to. Let's put it real. Niggas want a reason to cancel you when you're doing too good. And I don't know if it's just natural. It's just like, all right, you're doing a lot. You're doing too much. He felt invincible. You could tell the nigga felt the message because he was doing a lot of wild shit. <laughs> but so, and then especially the whole shit with Danny Lay wasn't a great thing for him either. Yeah, he was moving like he was Hove. <laughs> like like you had whole God body status. To be honest with you, the way the way how that year and a half run, that shit I I, I could was, see how was, someone ego yeah. everything he touched went gold. Sort of, sort of thing. Everybody was begging for a feature. He was all around in the world doing the whole the baby dance. I could see how his head could be swelled up for that. And it showed, like again, a lot of his priorities wasn't in the right place. Like he said, some wild shit. He did some wild shit. He thought he was involved. He thought he was. He thought he was really. He 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 thought he was bigger than his britches. They brought that nigga back there. Not saying it was right because he was like, you have a right to be that high up when you're doing all the shit he was doing for that that, that those fourteen months. But they got that mm-hmm. nigga out the paint real quick, and then what happens when you when you especially when you like explode out of nowhere, like you you really take it to the top, and you you going for, you fall harder, people gonna talk about it. Because by his third project he put out during that run, what was he saying? Oh, he make the same music over and over. It's the same song, same flow. Ah 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 ah. So that's why I'm just kind of like it's, it's very on brand for for society now. This podcast took off tomorrow, episode eighty six. Did five hundred thousand views, and we had a run of like 
20, 30 episodes that went crazy. And then we put out one bad one, niggas would be like, oh, this might not go well. On, on, is, it shit, is it over? Is it done? That would happen. And then one of the, God forbid there was a scandal to go with it. Oh, nigga, you're going back to, to a couple hundred views every episode. <laughs> that's a fact. But that's just the way society works. And the good thing about those couple hundred views is that those are the real people that fuck with us, that we know we can reach out to and talk to most of those people who've listened to it. Mm-hmm. They talk to us about our shit. So his shit that's still spinning is definitely still coming from, you know, his core fan base. But that, like, he lost the white people. Let's keep it a buck. He lost the white people, and the niggas is already, you know, nigga, if you do the same thing over and over, that shit only work in pop music. Niggas don't give a fuck. Oh, this nigga put the same album out. Mm, we seen it happen to Drake. We had this argument. I was like, ooh, Drake followed the same formula. Even though it's still doing numbers, it's not as high as it probably was for the album before oh, that. Oh, yes, oh, I said you talking it. To the man. You talking to the man. Currently, as this podcast is being recorded, the most streamed nigga of this year so far. You're talking to this man right here. Yeah, Dude, we could get to this. We wasn't talking about Drake. I was trying to have an episode where we didn't talk about not, Drake. But I didn't say anything wrong. I said that there are people in the black community who feel like Drake follows the same formula every time. The white people love it. So it works. It doesn't matter. He's going to sell. We listen to it. We, we're going to still bump it. The baby wasn't in that. Never. That nigga, the baby wasn't in the Drake tier. And that's why he fell the fuck off. Oh, yeah. He, was he didn't not. have white protection. In, everybody didn't. thought him and Lil Baby, but Lil Baby showed that he and had think more. about it, Lil Baby, his shit is like, how do I put it? But Lil Baby is like, I feel like his features go harder than his actual own produced songs half the time. <laughs> he got some hard oh, shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it's like, yo, you hear, I, I'm, I get more excited for a baby feature than a baby song. But he's cultivated that fan base to like, yo, when he puts out a record, you're going to listen to it. Or you like if you don't listen to it religiously, you gonna hear that shit out, man. Oh, this shit thump. I can fuck with this. That's what I. That's how I find the baby records to be fire. I mean, I, I listened to all his project. There was some good tunes. I just didn't like how you know people just you know how y'all just quickly like rose them up through the ranks, and now y'all just plummet. I just like I just think that's what especially America media culture love to do. And they love to build you up as a media darling. Like to build and up niggas, hip hop, yep. rappers, <laughs> singers. We don't down. get that in the pop world. Pop world is a little you get it, you get about three, three, four albums in the pop world. Yeah. The you urban, get, you get, get a little bit. Yeah, in, in the urban world, you get about you get two. You get you get you get oh. it's a one in one deal. You get the Bryce That's Tiller. That first album was hits. <laughs> Second one, mm, it's all right. But you can't go yeah. from hits to all right. I ain't gonna hold you. We gotta talk about this on the episode or Patreon. Like, you know, if you was an artist, would you want your first record to be a smash or not? But before we get, we didn't even get to talk about this, and this is the most important news. Shout out to Serena Williams, man. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, man. What's an illustrious career that she has had. Like, I can't even go down the list of the accomplishments that she has done. And I know, I, I mean, I have LeBron as the GOAT because I'm just a LeBron stan, but I'm not upset if y'all put her as the greatest of all time and basically in almost every all, every sport. I'm not upset at that. I'm not upset at that at all. At retired at age 40, like, hold on, let me see. Let me, let me look up her records. She got, because like, she got like 93, 93 or some crazy number of wins, right? Including like 20-something Grand Slams and singles. Another like couple, like another... Oh, yes. The most combined major titles, singles, doubles, mixed singles. Um, 23. Oh, damn. She got... 
I can't believe how many shit she got over she here. Got to think about it too. Think about a lot of players on their last leg in any sport, right? Ben Roethlisberger, you know he's a rapist. Like they gonna say he's a Pittsburgh great. That nigga was ass his last two three years. You feel me? Mm-hmm. MJ was putting up twenty, but it wasn't a pretty twenty. It was all mid range jump shots and post ups from the shooting guard right. position. Uh, even Kobe. Kobe went out with a people like Kobe had that sixty point game, which was great. But then remember that season was a struggle. Serena Williams basically played her way. She was playing her way into shape through this tournament. She knocked out the number two seed. I watched that last match too. Literally, yeah. the girl was good. The 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 Australian shorty she was playing. I think that the biggest thing is that Serena lost a lot of volleys going back and forth. You could tell she wasn't in peak shape to move laterally, and also just like she was just a little too strong on her 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 returns. A lot of her returns were just hitting the line to go out of bounds and, and cost her a point. And even so, that last point when she lost that last set, I think it was what six one or something like that. They went to extra points uh, or point uh, game point or whatever for like six or seven times. She was in that shit. She should have won the first. She she was up like I think four one in the first set. Ended up losing like seven five. So she could she had an opportunity to close that out. She came back and won the second set. So she she even said she doesn't know if it's over. She's thinking about potentially coming back because she was still playing her way into shape. So she doesn't know if she wants to have that what if I was in shape kind of moment. But regardless, she deserves her flowers for being the greatest athlete, male, female, and different, right? Because it's like, you got to think. People always want to say, oh, well, you can't do this. And she dominated her sport. She was out there competing in a sport that, I don't know. Pregnant, I, too. I don't know if I can say that, but I feel like in that sport, it's like gender. It's, it's very much skill set and talent, you know? Yeah. It's an individual sport. Yeah, it's an individual. Like, you know how... With Jordan, Tom Brady, even LeBron, and other team team sports. It's a team sport. So you have to, like, you can be great individually, but your team still has to be somewhat good for you to actually achieve some things. This tennis, it's just you. (laughs) Ain't nobody, except in doubles, except if you play doubles, but most of the time in singles, where she holds a lot of records in, and she hold over 300, um, 319 weeks as number one, which is the third or the fourth most in, in, in tennis history. That's just you <laughs> by yourself on the court. No support. You know, like LeBron loves shooters. So that helps his assist. Jordan could pass to Curry to make that shot if they get him double team. No, if, if there's a lot of person good on the other side, it's only Serena. That's a fact. If she got to do what she got to do. So definitely all praise to the GOAT. If she comes back, Thanks. I ain't going to be mad at it. But if she said 40, she got other endeavors. She got she can go continue building her family. She got a rich husband. She got a good white husband. Yeah, that, okay. a good house husband from Reddit. She be A-OK. So she yeah, she ain't making money. That's a now, let's get let's get into a lot of curvy woman over here, man. You being our residential educator. Mm-hmm. What you talk about the... The curvy New Jersey teacher that went viral and has a lot of these parents in an uproar about her, her voluptuous body. So uh, I mean, voluptuous is a, is a little bit of a stretch. It's definitely been done up. She definitely got. I guess that's neither here nor there. But definitely not. She she bought that shit first and foremost. But I think that the biggest thing for me was just like. It, it, it might not go well. It was the moms. <laughs> it was the moms at the aunties and the grandmas. If you see this young lady, she is very stacked. She's probably she's like she kind of tall, big breasts, fat butt, no waist. Thighs don't really match, but you know, do they ever nowadays? Big ass feet. I'm sorry, I have to point that out. Face not that cute. She alright in the face, but she, she comes to work wearing very form fitting clothes. Not saying she's exposed from the pictures I've seen on her Instagram, and you can find them. Not me, not gonna link them here. I ain't trying to get shot, but the pictures I've seen, 
very much form-fitting sweaters, jeans, pants, skirts, but they are fitted. She does have a big old BBL booty. So it's definitely covered up. It's definitely like, you know, but it's there. You're going to see it. She teaches elementary school art, enrichment classes. There was a, there's some people that are on the side of like, oh, she's a teacher. She's covered up. Like, she's not out here naked. These elementary school kids, they don't even care that she's, you know, tightened up type shit. If that was against the dress code, the school would have said something about it, right? There's nothing wrong with it. But it's also a school mm-hmm. like that I don't feel comfortable about my kid being in that class. Again, it's elementary school. So that means there's never no older than, what, nine, ten maybe? Eleven tops? Yeah, bro. I, I didn't understand that whole outrage on I'm gonna tell like- you. I'm going to tell you what it is. Especially with women, this might not go well, but I feel like you can't. You can y'all can shoot at me if y'all want to come. I'll leave. I welcome the smoke to this one. You're going to see that it's a lot of beauty standards that are plausible in some spaces and not in others. You don't see. You might see a pretty teacher, but you're not seeing a built insta booty teacher often. And how do a lot of people, people, men and women, pick up their kids? Come if, if, if you come in in your work clothes, which is probably whatever you work out. I ain't going to generalize. Or a lot of times, we know what I see. Parents pick up their kids in comfort, sweatpants, t-shirts. Moms come in the bonnets and the t- with the flip-flops with the toes not done sometimes. You see that, bitch? <laughs> and you look like that? You're going to look at yourself. You're going to compare. And immediately, I mean, like, it's not, you're not going to say, oh, damn, she bad. You're going to say, I don't want my kid around that. Cause you want to yeah, because 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 like you said earlier, like the outfits we saw, we saw the the, the pictures that they, they, but they are tight. You uh, gotta admit, they are tight. She was, they are tight. Um, the 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 t shirts and the jeans, but it's like well fitted, <laughs> and then she wore skirts. The skirts was um they covered, the but were uh, all right. Put it this way, they were covered. Now, would you want your uh, would you want her in a classroom with your high school son? That's the question I would ask you for her safety. I'm not even worried about the kids. I'm worried for her safety in that point because as, as a kid that was in high school and had some some good-looking teachers, even though I didn't do nothing, but they were, you know, especially with hormones and all that other stuff, I can see them making some comments. But then again, that also brings up a lot of question now, especially with, with the feminism that's going on. Because one of the comments was, if you're going to shape, if you're going to be built like that, why don't you just do Instagram model and all that stuff? So now are we limited in women who, so now I know she got her body done, but what about a, a naturally curvy woman that just want to be an educator? There was one. There was one a couple of years back. I think it was in Atlanta. She was another elementary school teacher. Natural body too. Like not on some like, let's be real. Let's keep it stacked about this one. This girl got her shit done. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and she, she, not she, saying she's, that, been, she's been, she's been, she's, she's been, I think in a music video too. Cause I her, think they said like she worked with Gilly the Kid. Um, and not even that. And Little Yachty. Not even that. stuff. The perception of her, because her socials mix her 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 nine to five with her extracurriculars. So you see her in her club wear, you see her on her beach wear. That's something I would have said. Oh, maybe you should have, you know, if you gonna make it, oh, yeah. if you gonna make your page, you gonna, gonna make your page pri- public. Like, yo, you gotta have one and Great other. Friendster. Yeah, like have a, a professional, not even have a professional work page and your per- your personal life page. Or you can have a professional life page and a professional work page. Don't mix the two. But in terms of that general discomfort. You wasn't thinking about your teacher's big ass titties until you was probably in like fifth grade, <laughs> if that. And, and junior high school. And I'm about to say most time in junior high school is when you really was on your horn dog shit, hiding your dick under desk and shit. Shout out to you, Miss Paula Ashbury. If you out there in the world, if she's out there listening so to look, this, we have look, other... look, yo link at me on LinkedIn, Mama. You feel know I me? Mean? I still love you. <laughs> Anyways, I just feel like in terms of that, like I don't it, like the outrage. I just don't like the outrage because it's like we talk about body. 
positivity. You see, oh, they don't, this might not go well. I'm, I'm here for it. This might not go well. You about to wild out. We praise body positivity on certain women, and then we use that as a weapon against others. So it's sort of like, yo, what are we doing here? That was a bar. Because, like, for Lizzo, shout out to Lizzo. I have no problem with how Lizzo is beautiful. I'm actually starting to listen to some of her songs. She got some few bops. Don't want to talk about it, but she's kind of like the face of the body positivity movement. Um, I know she doesn't want to be. I think she's tired of people commenting on her weight. But from from the media outlet, every time when it comes to body positivity, she's kind of like the poster woman, unfortunately. We have so much positivity for that, but it's kind of like my whole thought about the moms is like, okay, what if a natural curvy woman wants to be educated because she just got this profound passion? Maybe her parents were educators and she wants to do that now because of her body, which most, you know, natural curvy women can't control. She has to sit here and wrap herself up tight or anything like that due to your insecurity and your in your inappropriate thoughts because it's not like the kids it's not like she had an incident with the kids this is the moms <laughs> the moms is coming out the way and saying it i'm about to say tight was probably the problem it probably was if it was loose nobody would have gave a fuck but she's the carry on i'm sorry <laughs> how, how her body shape it doesn't matter if it was loose you see that you see her done up body her ass was gonna poke but through anything like, through that. <laughs> but it's like and it's like as a man i, I said it i was like yo she's not that fire i said it like oh I, no! Yeah, I asked for she her. got some big she ass. Some big ass titty. <laughs> she, I said, "Yo, I told you, I said, scroll down to like 14th for just now." I was scrolling. I don't give a fuck. Shoot me if you want to shoot me. But <laughs> yeah, she got some big ass feet, and I'll be the move. That shit don't match. <laughs> like she should be in the NBA, WNBA, or something like that, based on her foot size. But anyways, it's definitely just one of those things where it's like, yo, like you can't because it's like you're saying you can't be a, a, a educator because you you bat you built nice, and it's like or, or attractive, and the style is fitted. If there's one thing niggas is going to do, you tell me business casual. I ain't never seen a woman in a even. Ah, oh, this might not go well. Even the lesbians don't wear no fucking casual fit suit, <laughs> like, <laughs> like the studs and shit. Them shit that should be fitted. And I get it. Her body is definitely made out of play doh. I understand it. So she's trying to find a way to mold it together. But yo, shut the fuck up. Like, okay, you care that much? Tell your kid to close his eyes. Opt out of art class. And, and also, and also, y'all making it seem like TJ's not attractive. Like, a, I ain't gonna I'm hold a pretty you. motherfucker. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and also, it's sort of, sort of, also a lot of things like, yo, I had some bomb fat. I, I'm paying attention in class if I had some fire yeah, ass. That's teacher. the realest shit. Because you know what? what it is? The more appealing you are visually, people's gonna listen to you. You're gonna get opportunities you're not supposed to get some tops. Yeah. But they're gonna, that's fuck, a fact. They gonna pretty privilege. They, they, they talk about it all the time. Pretty privilege is a real fucking thing. And I mean, she's not pretty, but booty privilege is a real fucking thing, too. <laughs> so she's mm-hmm. teaching them horny ass fifth graders. Guess what? I bet you them kids part they don't miss art class. They might skip. What? They might skip social social studies or they might skip one of the other classes, but they don't skip fucking art class. Nigga, I hey, my Spanish teacher. What? I had a whole 99 and I can't speak a lick of Spanish now. <laughs> I was going crazy in history class. Shout out to you, Miss LaSalle. And also ass. English. Nigga, a nigga was a fucking Shakespeare in fucking <laughs> in sophomore English. Going, was, Shout out to Miss Galante. Staying <laughs> after school, going to lunch, extra help. I ain't give a fuck. We was going to get them grades. 
What? My DJ, I was front line and center. I was listening to every word they were saying. That us. I was so hurt when and she got mad. I, and was no cre- and it was no creepy business. I didn't make no moves on them. They didn't make no moves on me. I just admired from afar. And hell, look at me. I, I upstanding you know, member of society because I had pretty come teachers. Come on now. All right, let's get Should to I our have, song I, of the week. I, I had more trouble with ugly teachers. I definitely ain't paying attention to no classes. <laughs> okay, let's go to our song of the week. <laughs> Uh, you shouldn't be watching this on YouTube t- this episode anyways because we, we had a banging session earlier today with soca music and all Caribbean folks so if you listen to this on YouTube I feel sorry for you anyways go to your favorite streaming platform which that is audio a Mac um, Stitcher Pandora Amp um, Apple, we in Simplecast now um, Apple whatever you listen to your favorite Spotify. streaming platforms Yep, go look us up. We're there. Go rate us five stars and leave a five star review too if you fuck with us happy too, because that helps the algorithm and help our show grow. But you could go listen to our favorite our songs of the week, or you can go to the Apple Music playlist and go listen to our previous song of the week. What's your song of the week this week, brother? Oh, uh, this is another week I ain't listening to shit. So I'm just gonna play some random shit. We're gonna start with Chris Brown, Psychic, featuring Jack Harlow. Projects of the year so far. That's that Chris Brown sidekick. Next up, I know he'd be in trouble, but this this whole project was fire. This Toy Lane's Enchanted Waterfall.
just Tori Tori that project is fire you like 80s R&B go to that and then this is a throwback I just thought about this because my mom's I had to go to, shout out to the holy man Senor Rome man his birthday coming up this Friday by the time this episode drop it'll be Rome's birthday so make sure y'all send him some love R.E. to God but um I had he had a 90s throwback barbecue like we mentioned a couple weeks ago and uh my mom bought me some of my old like jer- like tank tops and shit from when I was like <laughs> 16, 17. <laughs> like, I, it was one joint she gave me. I put on, and we. I, that's when she put me onto the the tank top with the blazer combo. Like, yeah, I was outside from a youngin. She took me to this concert for this band. I'm not even gonna say what the song. I'm just gonna play it. But you are gonna know what it is. And since then, she just like solidified me into my love for old and like R and B. So you gonna just bump it. Let me continue the R&B vibe before I get to my Glagolak Boom music. Um, this is 11-11, one hour and 15 minutes. Now we're an hour and 15 minutes later. I've been in the shower just patiently waiting You came in the house and you just put your bag down Bend over on the couch, you weren't wearing no panties Told me that you wanted me to put my face in it I was cool with that cause I ain't have no dinner Lift you up, you only weigh about 140 Bang you over, then I started talk real dirty I know you like when I eat it like that When I run my tongue from the front to the back I drink your juice box, you say don't stop, then you come in a minute fly I've never been a teaser Baby, I'm a pleaser After we get finished, I turn you to a believer Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get my R and B back. Shout out to Eleven Eleven. He got a new EP coming soon. I'm from New York. I gotta support New York artists. You know, free K Flock. This is K Flock DOA featuring Set to Trend. 
Stay up being lame. lame. Why you running? I ain't even flame. Shoot with double hitters, how I got my aim. He like I shot, he walking with a cane. And shot, just keep mentioning my name. When you see me, nigga, you better flame. Like, and you said, Ducky, be gon' get murdered. It's my brother, I'm up in that thing. DOA, I'm a geek on the track. If you can't, I'ma leave it like that. Like, everything dead, I ain't giving no tap. If you ride it with him, then you get tapped. And they like, K, hey, he got a cool. Niggas pussy, nigga, we ain't cool. Niggas smoking with niggas who smoke on my man. That's on bro, I'm up and know him too. Niggas politicking, they be fake. Wanna talk a fuck up on my face. My child getting up, fuck who in the way. Get up with me if you feel away. Or I'll get up with you, nigga, either way. Done talking, bitches, EBK. 700 bitches, steal away. When you see me, nigga, where the play? No taking it back. I be bugging, I'm quick to the attack. Oh, that was K Flock DOA featuring Set the Trend. Now, like I said last week, every week I might just play a song from this artist, from this Vallejo artist himself, La Russell. He's my favorite artist right now. This is La Russell, Mr. Me Too. Hey, it's different. <laughs> wow. Soap on the boards too. Stop playing with him. Soap got the dope, bring the beat in. Number three. <laughs> in one year, is it possible? I was three years old when my mama left the town. Ah, shit. Look at me now. Probably see me in a V with my circle we around. They jock it. Ah, it's going down. Tell Tokes in the pack through. That's my nigga like he black too. These niggas liars, I cap too. Hey, that mean I wear a lot of hats, fool. Hey, they shut me out, I'm finna buy the whole V now. Kill them all, you could put them on the T now. Niggas rolling out their albums like me now. Come to the bay and they stopping by the V now. You see the bells and the whistles, bitch, I'm extra. This ain't a motherfucking song, this a lecture. P.S. Straight from my, this is pressure. I'm building sets where Michael's finding textures. Bitch, stop playing, I'm the one that got this shit high. Kobe. You Rick Fox. I came up listening to Drip Drop. Eight, nine, make bands off a of TikTok. Ariana Grande, I make this shit pop. I'm selling shares, coming split shop. Nah, I ain't gonna lie, La Russell. That's my new favorite artist. I might play a song from every week now. But you can go find our song of the weeks on the Apple Play Music, you know, whatever that may case may be. But that's not what you're here for. You're here for the people's choice, the people's favorite, Slick. Drop it! I can be toxic, but so what? You gonna love it here. Shit, fuck is you talking about? We have fun over here. It's very fun here. And it's very fun indeed. K-Slick, welcome to the TSA, the Toxic Service Announcement. All right, the safe place to be toxic. Safe place to be yourself in the no-judgment zone. All right, no special guests this week. Me and Slick is gonna hold it down, but we got a couple of topics that we want to talk about this week, man. Now, Slick, check your TikTok because I sent this video to you. But a lot of girls are confused how guys change up once you make them your friends. Like, okay, you put me in the friend zone. That special treatment you got prior to the friend zone, gonna stop. You want to play that video real quick, Slick? By Jordan Lucas. Um, yeah. 
Why would you want to just be a nigga friend? He get real mean. Like, the nigga get a real life attitude. Dang me. You was just being real cool and kind. A real gentleman. You was putting me on the music. You you said I had a bright ass aura. Like, what happened? Well, what happened? Now that I just want to be friends, you letting the door hit my heels and shit? Nigga, what's going on? This can't be who I was just kicking it with. Can't be. The nigga pulled a split on me. He pulled a split. You don't need no friends, nigga. You just was saying that I reminded you of Beyonce. Like, where do we go wrong, dang me? Was you just hyping my head up so you could get my panties? Yes. But, but do you still think I look like Beyonce, nigga? No. Uh, if I told you you look like a Beyonce, I was definitely trying to get the draws. <laughs> but, yo, once, once you establish that we are homies and this is not going past the homie line. I'm going to treat you like majority of my other female friends. You cool. Um, you don't have my time no more. It's not yeah, and I'm gonna treat you like one of my home, my niggas over here. We you gonna we gonna crack jokes on you. We ain't gonna care about your feelings. Don't come to me with no soft shit. I'm not gonna talk to you every day. I don't talk to my niggas every day. <laughs> Let's be in a group you chat. You feel me? Ask niggas about me in the group chat. Do I respond? Do I respond to nope. text messages? Nigga, I have to hawk this nigga down for this podcast every week. <laughs> it's like clockwork. Don't call me. I'll call you if I want to do it. That's how it happens. <laughs> But it's the, it's so the, once once and, once you make this a platonic friendship, mama, and it's no more dicking your coochie. Hey, you're just one of the fellas. All that nice shit stops, mama. I'm treating a, you like how I treat my other friends. They might even be being too nice. I'm giving you credit because a lot of niggas just lie. They pretend to give a fuck about you so they can fuck. And if you dumb enough to fall for it, that's your fault. What 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 type of nigga? What type of nigga that would try and be a friend, making you a fucking playlist and calling you Beyonce? <laughs> That's true. That's true. And we had there's real niggas that could be your friend, but they gonna put it out there like, yo, I'm cool with you. I don't give a fuck what this is. Like, we could be your friends. We could be not. A lot of niggas will wait you out. Niggas will wait you out for 10, 20 years. You see the movies? That shit real life. Niggas will wait you out. Too. Oh, what? They catch you lacking. And it's like it's not even a shit to be funny. It's just like, all right, bet we cool. But I get a lot. But action, action, male besties. Yo, if I let you fuck, would you do it? Eight out of ten gonna say yes. <laughs> yeah. Two gonna say no. But and one one of those two be like, yeah, I can't say this. I'm gonna fuck my chances up. <laughs> <laughs> it's real shit. Like I got some real homegirls I would never think about sexually. Like and like even if and I, I got you, some homegirls, yo, I ain't, I, I ain't looking with, for it. But if you throw the coochie. Part. I ain't gonna confirm neither confirm nor deny that part. But I'm. Yeah, I, I, I know. Can't, but I can't. There's some homegirls that I'm not looking at, and we could hang out, whatever, and it's all good. But hey, let you throw that coochie in the air. <laughs> Lob City, there. Chris Paul, Blake Griffin. <laughs> a nigga, uh, ladies, just be aware. A nigga that's actively trying to be in your face ain't just trying to be your friend. I'm going to just tell y'all, cut that goofy shit out. Because y'all know this. That's the shit that get me tight. This might not go well. I'm sorry. But the naiveness. Yeah, nah. I hate like, it. Because I'll be like, oh, this my new... Bitch, this is not your friend. This nigga was never your friend. I was... No. He knew... He saw prey. You was prey. And he was about to attack. And your dumb ass damn near let him win. That's how we feel. <laughs> That's what was happening. Or, or you know what else is? You know this nigga like you, but instead of just denying him and telling him nah, it's good, you want him, you want to be you what want him to be your friend, and you want him to keep him around. And also, there's a small percentage of women who are evil, and they want that nigga to be their emotional support while they go through things with their real nigga. Absolutely. Oh, those small percentage of women, y'all are evil creatures. <laughs> Because if, if a nigga did that, he cheating. That's emotional cheating. What? I digress. You, and, and a lot of girls gonna be like, "Oh no, 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 breezy, no, we don't do that." Okay, how many niggas you go run to? 
If we beef, when your nigga give me trouble, if we beef, who you gonna call and try to hang out with? I'll wait. <laughs> that I know. Come <laughs> on now, that your nigga exactly. That I know. That your nigga know. Mm-hmm. That coworker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nah. That was, that was never copacetic. Uh-huh. So, so ladies, you gotta be, un- you gotta understand all that sweet shit and nice shit is like, niggas, the niggas, once like, we establish my friends. Yeah, and, and, and niggas no game both ways. Like that's what I need, ladies. Just if, if especially you got a boyfriend, if your man try to t- put you on game, don't be. No, he's no. I'm a nigga. I've I've done it. <laughs> so you just understand, like yeah. You're, you're, and, and also, and, it, and to to double back on what you're saying is, obviously to you, he might not be applying pressure, and he might not be applying pressure. Od. He's but we himself. understand what a 30% is. He applying 30%. He's going to wait around until he can know to apply more percentage. But right now, he's at a 20 or 30 mm-hmm. until further notice. Mm-hmm. Like I said, just and, understand. And then, once he, and then once again, once he starts seeing that social media hop in. I'm about to say, you, po- you posting more. You out more. You know, you're not posting your nigga. You, you know, you want to hang out with the, with the with the squad more. The whole, the, you know? Mm-hmm. Somehow, so y'all texting a little bit. You feel me? He's already he's uh, that that thirty become eighty real quick, and then now let's 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 chill. Oh, let's go get something to eat. Oh yeah, this now all of a sudden that niceness come right back. So like yo, to be honest with you, if a nigga treat you harsh and mean, I ain't gonna hold you seven out of ten times. He probably not trying to fuck no more. So or or, or he just hey, if you present it, he'll do it. But he knows it's not gonna happen. So you should really. Reevaluate your your friends, ladies. If a nigga yeah. is all in your face, like, you, that nigga got a crush. Can you believe this nigga don't want to talk to me no more? Of course he doesn't, because you got letting him fuck. When he you scared it, me away from the hoes. That's why I don't want to hold. And that's a lot of things. Oh, now nah, I'm about. You know what? We had other two topics, but I'm about to go on a whole rant right now. We can save them. Yo, yo, ladies. If you're gonna be my homie. There's some homie shit that has to go on over here. There's some homie talks that we have Are to. Are you taking it back? Over. Like, don't hold my hand if we in the function because it's not about you right now. <laughs> I have a couple of homegirls, and I love y'all to death. Y'all some of the closest people I know, but they want to they want to hold you, rest your head on your on on, on your shoulders. Hold, like, yo, you're scaring the hoes away. Stop doing that. <laughs> Are you really tight? I'm tight because I because I had to talk to them a few times and they began. Oh, there's no yo one of my home. Oh, there's no girls here. You don't have to like. So what? We are establishing boundaries. Stop building bad. Stop building bad habits, bitch. (laughs) Yeah, stop doing bad habits. Because not just in case a lot of girls see me, they oh oh they look because you know how girls as soon as they see you have a lot of contact with a girl. He fucking yo (laughs) yo true story. And this thing this can't get me in trouble because I didn't know Shorty at the time in college. And Shorty know who the fuck she is. <laughs> she gonna talk about this way. <laughs> Yo, me and my homegirl, we went to the bar. First of all, my homegirl had no business being at the bar. She was chopped up. I took her to her room, put like tucked her in the bed, like night night. I, I'm gonna check on you in the morning. I'm going to the spot because this joint I saw when I was a freshman was gonna be in the spot. I ran into her camp. She's about to graduate. Oh, I was like, it got no choice but to go down. She was looking extra mm-hmm. good. She's like, I look nice for you. I was like, oh, it's lit. I turn around at the bus stop. Why my homegirl come galloping down the fucking? Street? I was madish, oh. but I'm like, all right, it's cool because everybody knows it's my homegirl, it's my sis. Ah, we get in the bar, she's standing next to me. You know she's drunk, so she don't. I'm her, I'm her real, her right. That's my right hand. I'm, I'm watching, making sure she's good. Shorty come up to me like, I wanted to bring you home tonight, but she already got somebody, nigga, oh. nigga. Nigga, the pain. Hurt. Oh, Mind you, I'm a junior. I just got out of a bad breakup. I'm like, yo, I finally, I was taking L after L that semester. I was like, yo. It's my time. 
don't even know if I told homegirl the whole story. My friend the whole story. But bro, I, 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 I looked at her. Yo, feel your pain, dude. Bro. You remember? Bro, I was getting so much play that night too, and I was like, Nah, I got it set up. I've been waiting for this moment. I, was, I feel like it was my time to shine. I was about to break her back, though. <laughs> I was ready. You feel me? Yo, we had, we had, we what? We had Nicole a couple a uh, while ago, and she said the same thing. Oh, Brian, every time I see you, you're all surrounded by a lot of them, and then they want to, they love to hug up on you. Ah, Brian, dude, yo, all my all my female friends, if you see me in this spot, do not jump up and enjoy to, to, to hug me. Treat me like a nigga. Yo, dap me up. <laughs> you feel me? If we <laughs> at like, a spot, <laughs> then dap me up like a nigga. Yo, yo. It's nothing dap like, me up nothing like a like, nigga yo, over here. Even though it's a real shit, though, it's like, it's nothing like when you out with your shorty early on, like when you first start dating, and you told her about your female friend, and you see a, a joint that you cool with, and they want to be all lovey-dovey. I was like, bitch, you used to just give me a head nod. What the fuck is you doing? And again, nothing's Why ever happened. Nothing's ever happened. But it's like, nah. So who is that? Oh, because, you know, girls never have to explain that shit. If a nigga give, give them, they give a nigga a hug or they make a comment to a nigga, you just got to take that. You go, like, who asked me? Oh, you just you tripping. Yeah, because you don't want to look insecure because yeah, yeah, then yeah, they're going to yeah. quite... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Early on, you can't build that rapport, that rapport. But nigga, you hug a bit. Oh my god, what? <laughs> nah, he fucking her. So I'm not going. And then you know, girls, they they don't even come and talk to you like that. They they think the little eye little eye shit that they be doing is enough to to spit game at you. So oh, that, if they look at you and they see they actually drawn that Sharingan, they they do the look and then they roll their eyes. They see a joint next to you. Yeah, they about. give you. Oh, if I look at you for more than three seconds, you should have ought to talk to me. Like, what the fuck does that even mean? I but you had a twitch in your eye. No, 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 no. You got. But they, but you know they they look at you, so they do the whole little look at you to see, so they can signal you to come talk to them. So now if they look at you and they see a homegirl attached to you, oh, this nigga got a girl. Or this, right, this nigga got one. hoes. You don't want to be the nigga. You don't want them to think you got. But what division say I had hoes when you met when you got here? <laughs> That's a fact. So PSA, if you my homegirl, listen to this podcast, dap me up in public from now on. Yeah, show Brian. You're only allowed to hug me in private. Because I've been out with me in the public spot. Dap me up. I've been out with this nigga and the girls be hugging him. I'll just be laughing. I'm like, oh, he ain't getting no pussy tonight. (laughs) That's a fact. And then it didn't turn up. And then you know what pissed me? You know about them? These the same homegirls. They'd be like, oh, Brian, oh, why are you not dating? Because of you. (laughs) You scaring the hoes. Uh, you're scaring uh, the holes. Stop asking me about my love life. If you scaring the holes nonstop, over you're not here. doing nothing to help my man build. But you go ask him where his girl at. You you should be ashamed of yourself. Matter of fact, matter of fact, we might have to hold the other two toxic topic for the next episode because a lot of thing about having homegirls is yo. Once we establish we're platonic, you put me on to your homegirls. Oh. A lot of my homegirls do not follow that procedure. How the hell, before you were single, you had a whole bunch of single friends. Now you're in a relationship or now all of a sudden, now you don't got no single friends now. Where no, are no, the homegirls that I, you do I, whole activities with? For the, women, for the women. For the women that's in happy relationships, I, I, I can, from my understanding of this over years of time, the different part of a couple partners, right? They be with you be with your nigga like they be with they nigga like and I think that's the thing you got homegirls but it's like you're not on a day to day basis with your homegirl so you don't know if your homegirl you don't know what's going on in your homegirl life you might know a little whatever nah the you know your homegirl thought in the bobby because y'all in the group chat comparing nah, comparing it, niggas and when shit girl, when shorties is single they in that group chat every day because they because it's niggas at the end but you know what they 
They vetting through their girls. They still talking their shit. Ah, uh-uh. nah, they outside. Nah, nah, because I got I, I got some homegirls talking about. Oh, I don't really have friends now. Now you un, now you not sociable now. But think about when it. I you got was out here miss yeah, social because, butterfly and shit. Now but you anti-social. Of, but think about that though. Girls when they social butterfly stage, they going out with any everybody that homegirl to invite them out to a drink. Well, well, well. One of my requirements to be my homegirl or be my friends, I'm gonna need you to be a social butterfly because you a job as a homegirl is to put your homeboy onto your home onto some hoes or to some homegirls out here. You supposed to throw up the alley. If I'm not fucking you, you're supposed to set it up for I me to be think, fucking other shit. You know I I, reflecting on it, I don't necessarily think I've ever been put on by one of my homegirls. I've been a a girl putting you onto homegirls, her inviting you to the function, to like the intimate function, not a party, not like a big party, but like a house party or a gathering where her homegirls is going to be. That's what putting it on. Because it's like at the end of the day, like I said, I've never really had a girl be like, "Oh, hey, this is Lawrence. He went to high." It's more so, "Oh, I invited. Oh, Lawrence is here. Oh, you know, we playing games." So you know, because girls are going to choose once they see you on the spot, and if they don't choose you on the initial entry, they're going to choose up during the games. No, I, and, I, and I agree with you. I 100 percent agree with you. I'm not asking you to hold my hands in the process. They, they don't even invite you out, so they don't invite you to the function. That's what you're saying. Your homegirls don't invite you to the yeah. intimate functions. They only invite you outside for the big functions. Yeah, and then also it's not like you over here introducing me to these shorties over here, or you not like yo, like at least big me up, mama. Like uh, you feel me? Just, if I'm such a great fucking nigga, big me up to them so they can suck my. <laughs> nah, I'm in my bag. Hold on. <laughs> you know, somehow, somewhere this episode is an hour and twenty five minutes, right? <laughs> I think it's about to be a it's about to be two hours because I'm on a rant now. Because how the hell you? Because because the thing about it having homegirls is they want you as an emotional support and they want you to break guy code. If I'm doing all that for you, mama, oh, you definitely got to snitch. Throw some holes at my way. You definitely do have. To huh? You def- huh? they do expect you to snitch, especially you know they nigga or the nigga they like. You got they want the they want the inside scoop, and it's just like yo, you fuck. feel me? You want the, all right? We doing it. We doing a trade for trade. You want me to break guy code? I need some bitches. <laughs> Your first round pick for your troubles. <laughs> yeah, cause come back, yo. All of a sudden now, something you talking to my home. You got no friends, like. Oh, I don't really chair with nobody. I'm like, what happened to like since when I started hanging out with mad antisocial girls over here? Because but then, girls but then I go on your Instagram and your stories. They be out with the same girls. Throw, I'm, with- throw, I'm throwing a shot at Big Money V, and I'm throwing a shot at Nicole right now. I see. At, I see y'all at stories at places turning up. So wait, wait, wait! These homegirls that y'all turning up with over here. Half the time, there's a nigga in the background that's not being posted. Mm, mm, you know what? You might. Mm. Sorry, you know what? sorry, Big Money yep. V and Nicole. I'm just trying. I'm trying to help y'all, but I also got to hurt y'all to help y'all. There's a nigga that's not being posted. That's why there's no homegirl. She's not. Now, oh, post that nigga. Like I'm, I'm gonna start. Yo, I understand niggas with the social media. You know, you don't want, you don't want no girl coming to you as a woman. You know, but yo, post that nigga so I know what it is over here. Because <laughs> that's a lot of thing. Because you, you hate talking to a girl and she have a whole lot of niggas. So you think you put in work the whole time, nigga. You it just gotta wait until your turn. That shit don't like. Let me. But that shit don't ahead. matter. Cause, like I said, some girls don't give a fuck if the nigga got if they gonna if it's not nothing serious. Women can compartmentalize like a motherfucker. Don't let them tell you different. <laughs> That's uh, and you about to open Pandora's box with that. <laughs> we was gonna see open Pandora's box because you know they would. You know what we talk about with girls, but not even if they would. Oh no, we don't. Like no, we know what you do. Cause you, I, I respect. The thing about it is, a lot of girls think they're sneaky and they get away. With, it's just guys don't 
give a want fuck. to investigate. Don't niggas give a fuck, and we don't tend to niggas, care or to yeah. look into shit. Niggas don't care until they have to care. Until you do some out of pocket shit, that's when niggas care. I don't give a fuck. And also, guys reason. want you, guys want you to keep this shit low. So of course, guys not gonna come to a lot of guys. Man, some guys do, and fuck them. But some guys do. But most of the time, that's a girl thing to do to come as a woman or to expose. Because girls, once again. It's a current theme with the ego and pride. No girl want to know they're a second fiddle to no one. So when they find out that they were, they thought, and they had that they was number one, and they found out they was number two, uh-uh, that can't happen. Absolutely. We shutting shit down. Absolutely. What a nigga, it's like the Tank song. Like, wait the fuck, bitch, you did what? <laughs> That's what it's you like, you doing what? Oh, you thought I was stupid. Oh, nah, we got to deal with this. But it's like, at don't the time, I, ain't, I don't give a fuck what's happening. Like, long as you got me looking like a dickhead. But once you got me looking like a dumbass, it's over. Now, now I gotta That's a you. fact. Because girls are okay with being second fiddle. once you tell them and they're getting benefits for being second fiddle. Yeah. Now, if you th- if you let them, because, you know, guys are more likely to be okay being second fiddle. Niggas just want the good parts. They don't want to deal with the bad. Yes. They don't want to deal with your attitude. They don't want to deal with you on your period. They don't want to deal with you when you had a bad day at work. They want you when you're fun and you want to drink and you want to fuck and keep it low. That's what they want. That's what they put up with. That's why number two is not a bad role to have. Because at number two, I can say whatever the fuck I want to you. And you know what? Just because you mad at your nigga, you're still going to fuck me. Do you mean I get the front side of you that you you happy, you go lucky, and also giving me good sex? What's the only and- downside? That they got to wear a condom sometimes, depending on how, if the, how the bitch really feels? Depending on how long you've been doing it. Because after a while, the condom mysteriously slips off. And that's up? how niggas be not to follow their kids sometimes. <laughs> If we keep it in a stack. Are you telling me, it. hold on, we go, we go out to eat, um, we get drinks, um, we eat, we we do a lot of great things, and also I get to fuck you, but I don't have to worry about your not even but think about goals it. and aspirations. But, but, but think about it. Nowadays, don't got to be all of that because there's no time for all of that. It might be like an after work link, or like it's like mm-hmm. it's, it's obscure hours because it's like well at a point if somebody gonna notice your other party gonna realize some shit going wrong. Like what the fuck you ain't never home for? Who the fuck you with? I know it ain't that yep. bitch. You're not, you're not even real friends like that. You feel me? <laughs> like, and and then and also, you're not checking on me every single day of what I'm doing. Oh my! And you think I'm gonna come to your man as as a man and be like, "Yeah, your girl is my, my girl." The fuck, no, nigga. Nah, that's your this girl. I just, I just borrowed her for a little while. <laughs> yeah, you can have it. Like like they say, the pussy not mine. You feel me? It's just, it's, I'm just renting it for a while. <laughs> Cause she gonna once she wake up and she feel dumb. It's like, well, well, I had my fun. Well, all right, carry on. Oh man, okay. So, so let's do this. I know you put something on the on, on the point, docket. Let's, let's save it because it's a take time. Let's save that shit for next week. Let's we come back. All right, all right. So, what what, what minute are we at? We good? That's an hour one thirty. Minute. Hour thirty, y'all good? You see that? Different than last week episode. Um, and it was please a- follow us on all social media at this by not girl. Oh, wait, you want to say something? I'm just saying it was a pure hour of fuckery for hour and a half of fuckery. So, I hope y'all enjoyed oh, yeah. that. Hope you enjoyed the playlist in the beginning. Um, you know, please hit up Slick and his Instagram is on the page. Tell him to release some more Patreon content on here, especially some DJ mix, because he does do some DJ mix on the sides. And we can get some more stuff on. More light skin radio in tune on the Patreon. So go subscribe. But if anything, follow us on all social media at this might not go If any branded deals, business opportunities, please email us at this might not go at gmail.com. I'm the host with the most. Be breezy, aka Poppy Sazon. It's your boy Slick, and we out of here, y'all. Y'all be great. Just take the beats.
try to tell them we up next. You can't stop that. Uh-huh. <laughs> this your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. Every show is lit, baby. You know what we finna do. Slick on talk that slick talk. He gon' get political. Okay. Do not switch topics. Nope. Niggas is toxic. Poppy shots don't always say it's something wrong. But if you don't like it, what we saying, nigga? Oh, well. We try to tell you, baby, this might not go yeah. well. That's it, one take. We're not even doing it again. Keep that, that's the one.